You're listening to The Hit List with me, Numi, and I'm joined by Kelly Lee. Hello. Hey, Numi, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks so much for joining me on the show. Let's dive right in and talk about your recent release with Jess Bay's Real Love. How did that collaboration come about? So Jess and I, we've been wanting to get in, uh, like work on a record together for a while, and she hit me up to go in the studio about a year or so ago, and she's just an amazing, amazing person. She's like an absolute queen. She's She's a real vocal champion. She loves vocal dance music. And we just knew we had to do a record together, but we kind of had written a few bits, but nothing was quite right. And then I was in the studio with my friend, Louis Ryan, who I write with a lot. And we wrote Real Love, the concept for Real Love. And I sent it over to Jess straight away and she just absolutely loved it. And it was just, it was really exciting. And then she's really good friends with Simon Marlin, who's Shapeshifters. Um, and he absolutely put his blessing on the record as well to use the sample. So it ended up coming about really organically and it was really lovely. But about a year ago, so we're really excited it's out now. Is it? Is it just been sat waiting for the right time for a year? Or has it been being tweaked for the past couple of months? Yeah, there was a bit of tweaking and stuff. And then, and then it was like getting the right time ready. And then, yeah, I think at some point in August or something, um, we got the kind of green light that was coming out in November. So really happy it's here. And to, to have this reaction thank you so much for supporting the record well it's, it is it's a banger so it's hard <laughs> not to um i just i think uh, listeners would probably be quite interested for like a little behind the scenes thing because obviously there's a lot of um i mean dance tracks mm. are uh, a lot of the time powered by samples it is a real bone yeah. structure of dance music and there's a lot of dance music at the moment that have uh, samples in um so ha- as a songwriter What's that process like? Like, do you just go, oh, I'd love to sample that song and go from the sample? Or do you have something already and you go, oh, we could incorporate a sample into it? Like, what what comes first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> it's a really good question. I, I mean, it really depends. It's, it's yeah, on, on, on this occasion, we kind of had the concept and then, you know, Louis suggested using the sample as well. And we thought, yeah, let's try this and, and kind of work out where the vocal melody goes because obviously I didn't want to replicate Lola's theme because Lola's theme exists and it's an incredible record so wanting to do our own play on on stuff yeah I mean it's it yeah it really kind of depends on on what suits first sometimes you'll be writing something and be like oh do you know what this reminds me of this and you might like you know bring in a little hint of something like my record feeling you um, which had a little bit of just one won't do like Tim Del- Tim Deluxe and Benanono uh, that I brought out a few years ago, and we kind of wrote that playing with a little hint of that sample. So it, sometimes it's like it might start with a sample, or it might start with the top line. You'd be like, actually, this could fit on this, but you know, you're so right. It's a very big thing in dance music so it feels really nice that people are loving the fresh take on this record with a completely original top line yeah well i think that's what makes the song so good because you've got that familiarity it is obviously an iconic track but you have put this you know you've almost transformed it into a completely new song with that different top line so it feels fresh yeah yeah absolutely no the reaction's amazing so thank you um have you performed it live together we haven't performed it live together yet. I know Jess has been playing it out because she was on tour in the States and I know she's going to be heading off to Australia soon. And then I had a gig the other day and I performed it and it went down really well. And this is really exciting. It's really exciting to see the first reaction. Um, because actually what's quite funny is you, 
you kind of think that that first reaction may indicate whether it's going to be big or not. But the first time I ever performed More Than Friends, which I had with James Hype, um, I was doing Birmingham Pride and I was really excited. I was in the dance and I was like, this is going to go off. I'm so excited. And when I played it, it literally like barely reacted. No, what? That <laughs> yes, song is amazing. <laughs> but I think that was like, at the time it hadn't been released yet. Like, I think it was like about a month before it was coming out. It was just sort of like testing the waters. And a few people went for it, but other people didn't really. And like, I was like, oh no, I wonder what this is going to happen. And then when it came out, obviously it was a massive smash and now it goes down all the time. So to perform it, the other day and sort of see the way people reacted it was like okay this is right this is exciting so you kind of yeah it's good to have that early like no this is going off already amazing have you got plans to to unite soon jess and i hopefully yes when she gets back from australia she's so when just she gets back from the tour, jet, jet setting around yeah jess bay is the jet setter <laughs> <laughs> so when she gets back hopefully we'll catch up just before christmas but then after the christmas period i think you know this this record is going to carry right through to january so i I think we're pretty excited to see how it grows now. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, you've obviously worked with some of the biggest artists in dance music. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone on your list that you're like, you're next, you're next, buddy? Oh, I love that. It's a good question. I mean, I'm I'm in the works of working on some stuff at the moment with Sigala, which is kind of exciting. Oh, amazing. I love Sigala. So, so, yeah, he's really cool. So we've got a couple of things we're working on. Um, I recently met Piers from Rudimental and I absolutely love Rudimental. So we've been in the studio together cooking on some stuff. A little so drum a and few, bass track. Uh, yeah, you know, mm. I love drum and bass. Like doing Sub Focus's records this year, those are my first drum and bass actual releases. So I've already been in the studio with Sigma as well and Friction. Um, Got, I've got some wicked records with Sigma. So there's a few bits in the pipeline um, that I'm quite excited about. Um, and then I think the dream would definitely have to be a collab with Calvin. Oh, sure, yeah. Sure. Let's let's put that out into the universe. Yes. Let's start we'll manifesting that, that for 2024 because yeah. that would Absolutely. be huge. And I'd, I'd have to DM you. I'd be like, Numi, it's happened. <laughs> I'll be like, it was us. The press circle worked. <laughs> I'll blow out the candles. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love that. Yeah, if it comes about, yeah, you're definitely you're coming on the jet, girl. Oh, thanks. Fly to LA. <laughs> um, I absolutely love your content on TikTok, like highlighting because you you have been the top line on some absolutely huge songs, mm-hmm. but your name isn't on you know on the track on the credit. Yeah. Um, and I think you do such good work with your socials, like pointing out, you know, this is me. You've heard my voice before. Do you think the industry is changing in terms of like crediting vocalists more openly on tracks giving people their flowers I think it's getting better because we're having the conversation but I have um you know heard of and seen a few records within the last year or so where again they didn't want to give the vocalist a feature and a credit like um one person recently who's been in the charts um who's a friend she did top line for someone and uh the label didn't want to put her on it either and uh they had to just fight a position and so good that she did fight for her position because it's become a massive record but so i think it's changing because people are feeling more emboldened to push back and there's more like actually we should you know open it up because it really doesn't take away by saying who sings on the record I don't really understand why that's become such a big thing yeah but. it's such a baffling thing to me because it's like it's so easy on streaming services now as well yeah. to have multiple artists listed um it you know it doesn't take up much of a graphic on a on a radio yes. station to put out and say this song is sang by this person and let's be honest 
It's quite an important part of the song. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, think, you'd think, wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, some of the conversations I've had, I mean, yeah. But in, in terms of that, I'm actually quite excited because I do have something coming off the back of my You Know My Voice series, which I started on um, Instagram and, and sort of grew. Um, so watch this space because I will be announcing something about that in January. And it's time for more vocalists and writers who've been on records to get their flowers. So um, yeah, something in the works I'm quite excited about. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You have <laughs> piqued my interest. KMFM. This is the hit list. KMFM. So let's um let's talk Christmas. Mm, yes. <laughs> um so you've got a song with Raphael Sadiq called Miracle. Yes. yes. On the Candy Cane Lane film that stars yes. Eddie Murphy. Yes. Tell me about it. How did it happen? How did it come to be? So that was so exciting. I literally got a, a, an email from a manager I know, and he's not my manager. Um, and he messaged me, I think it was on a Sunday in like October, and said, maybe it was September, I can't remember. Anyway, he's, he basically said, there's this Christmas movie, Eddie Murphy, would you be able to do a vocal for it? And I was like, oh, Lord, baby Jesus, Santa. <laughs> I a thousand percent can. He was Santa like, has been. <laughs> yeah, Santa came earlier this year. And uh, yeah, he said, okay, like, I've put you forward. They're really interested in you. I'm just waiting for the green light. And um, funny enough, I was going on holiday on the Tuesday. You know, it, things always come when you, you book a holiday. Yeah, what is that yeah. about? It's just like, you're, you're, you're like doing loads of stuff and then you'll, you'll be available and it'll be quite and then you're like I'm gonna go on holiday at this point and then everything comes in you're like why it's, why is why am I being tested and uh yeah so the, we were going on holiday to France on the Tuesday um he texted me on the Sunday and I didn't think it was gonna happen because I didn't hear anything by Sunday evening and then I woke up Monday morning had a text from this manager at 7 a.m going green light go 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 you need to record this demo now it needs to be back really fast so I was like oh my god okay so I went into my studio and then my studio computer died <gasps> <laughs> it was like yeah, I'm not having this. I'm going to be singing on this Christmas movie, Ferdy Murphy by Hooker by Crick. And like, luckily I had Logic on my laptop because I I've, I've vocal produced myself. Um, so I had my old Logic on my laptop. I hadn't used for a while. I didn't have all my plugins for any geeks out there listening to this. Didn't have all my plugins, but I had what I needed. Um, so I got my vocal recorded and then went into the studio because I was actually supposed to be in the studio session that day. And then big up my friend Lee Tyler, who's an amazing mix, uh, mix engineer, producer as well. He worked on um, Million Dollar Bill with Alex Mills and Majestic this year. Amazing. Um, yeah, he's amazing. And he he like gave me some extra processing and I was just like, you legend. And then I was supposed to send the vocal from the studio but then for some reason my it just wouldn't upload to the internet from my laptop so then I had to get the train home I think it was about 11 o'clock at night but luckily because I was sending it to the states and they're in LA it worked you know, it was on it your worked. side it was on my side it was fate it was fate and then yeah and then I had to just send it off and, and see and then I found out about I think it was a week later or so that they were like we're really happy with what you've done And but the, e the way the email started um, from Amazon was like thank you so much for sending us over vocals <laughs> and you're like oh no we're sorry and to inform you we're sorry to inform you we've gone in a different direction and then no it was like we thank you so much for sending that over and we're really pleased to say and it was just amazing and uh yeah like I've had a lovely back and forth with Raphael who said that like the US side are really happy with my vocals and definitely like hopefully we can do something together again in the future so it's really exciting I've I love Christmas is my favorite time of year 
budget as I brought out a Christmas EP last year. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, to, to have uh, my voice on a Christmas movie and I got sent a preview um, by Amazon to watch it and it's really fun. Oh, so I, I was going to ask if you'd seen it. So it is yes. good. You can recommend. I can recommend. 10, 10 recommend. So uh, I think grab the popcorn and the fam and it's just a really, really, really fun Christmas movie. So yeah, I'm really excited to see the reaction. Because it's kind of all about like how a neighbourhood takes it really seriously mm-hmm. with their Christmas decorations, right? And then Eddie Murphy ends up employing like an evil elf or something and then there's magic and mischief and chaos and that that's kind of what I got from the from yeah. the trailer yes it's, it's very much that it's a lot of family values and a lot of fun and it's based on the writer Kelly Younger um, he grew up on the actual candy cane lane in the states so he wrote about this I don't think he you know encountered any magical elves <laughs> it's actually a true story <laughs> it's actually a very true story <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, you know, based on his thing. And, and Reggie, the director, we've had a lovely back and forth on Instagram as well, just chatting about it. So, you know, hopefully if they do another film, I could be in it singing. Who knows? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Kind of like um, there was, uh, I know it's a competitor to Amazon, but Netflix's Jingle Jangle a couple of years ago. That was oh, like yeah. a big musical, wasn't it? Yes. You know, what? I need to I need to watch that because I started watching it, but my mister really hates musicals. So we started and he was like, I can't. <laughs> I'm not doing so, it. <laughs> I'm not, he was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. So I need to I need to watch that this year and get it in there. Um, but yeah, so no, no, it was amazing. And then to, 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 yeah, to hear the record just was like very exciting. And my name is in the movie credits. So that oh my was, gosh. That was a big deal. So when we all watch it, we have to pause and be yeah, like, there she is. <laughs> there she is. Pause and point, please, and tag. So are you a big Christmas decorator? I am, but again, I know I'm making him out sound terrible. My my fiance is a wonderful, wonderful man, but he really <laughs> is very like Christmas does not start until December first, mm. and that's really stressful because I'm like I am really busy these next few days, and I want to get the Christmas decorations up now. And he's like, it's not Christmas, and I'm like, yeah, but as soon as it gets cold, I'm like, it's Christmas. Yeah. So I am a big, big, big Christmas fan, but I've had to do some negotiating <laughs> <laughs> in the household <laughs> when. So Sometimes I might just like sneak something in, just be like, yeah, just like, it's a little reindeer. Every day, just something else appears. There's a reindeer, there's an yeah. elf, there's a snowman. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. then tonight he comes downstairs for a glass of water and you're there with the tree like, look, it's one minute past midnight. I'm allowed this. I am allowed this now. It's time. It's time. Yeah, so I'm quite excited. I mean, this year we decided because we get a Christmas tree every year. And last year we got, um, when we got our main tree, we managed to get two little trees. Oh, so we've got amazing. like a baby tree and, and like a little like a little small tree. And we've called them Orbit and Orbit Junior. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> don't know why. So we're going to have to bring Orbit in and Orbit Junior this, yeah, tomorrow or weekend to start decorating. And I'm really hoping they don't die because I'm not the plant girl. So. Yeah, this is the this is the biggest thing with real Christmas trees, isn't it? It's like, oh, I I'm not actually good at keeping plants alive, and now I have to keep a tree alive. A tree alive because it's stinky. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, they and are the, smelly. They are smelly, and the needles go everywhere. Like, yeah, I really do need a, like some kind of plant whispering friend. I don't know how people do. It. I water them, and they still die. What is going on? May I I I I wish I could. 
give you any advice, but I am with you. <laughs> the same thing happened to me. <laughs> we put up our, our tree in the studio yesterday and it was oh, a nice. fake tree. And I, I've actually never put up a fake tree before. So I was putting nice. it up and I was like, this is a very bizarre experience, but also quite convenient. <laughs> yeah, it's quite convenient. And you pack it down, put it in the box. Same, I grew up with the fake trees and then when I met my mister, discovered the magic of real trees. And it is quite fun going to choose your tree. Mm. Um, but it is very stressful when it slowly dies. And also there is something really, really deeply sad when it hits that kind of bit in January where you just see all these trees outside on the ground waiting for the bin men yeah that does yeah. make me feel a little sad it's, it's, it's like oh well there we go it's over there, there Christmas go, officially over. dead on the side of the road <laughs> I know exactly it's really sad all these trees going off to die <laughs> <laughs> on that lovely note <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because that won't happen until January and Christmas is starting. Yay! And Christmas is starting. Yay! So pick up the real tree fans and the fake tree fans. Um, it's been so great to talk to you. Thank you, you so much for coming on the show. We're going to play your track um, with Jess now. Can you introduce it for us? I can indeed. Hey, I'm Kelly Lee. You're locked into KMFM with Numi. This is Real Love for Jess Bays.